I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. What what is going on around here? You know, there's like road rage. People are angry. I mean, it's it's like the eclipse has been messing with people. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, things are out of control. People are passing out. They're vomiting blood. I mean, it's it's out of control. Are you telling us absolutely everything? Not exactly. We're also out of coffee. <gasps> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is truth. We're out of coffee. My coffee roaster died. It's a sin. No, yeah, that's true. It is a sin. It's a travesty. Sin. It's horrible. It's awful. Dude, you are here local in the studio. Welcome to the lair of Real Brion. No, no. Oh, yes, welcome. No. The oh. poorest, poorest possible substitute for the Night Fox. <laughs> Captain Influence. Yes. Welcome back, man. I don't know that I'll influence anyone tonight. Do you know how long it's been since you've been on this show? Uh, it was the awake. It was the uh, arrival episode. Yeah. So, so like a long time ago, six years ago or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. No. 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 <laughs> well, the Night Fox may join us. Um, he, it's quite a story. The uh, person passing out and vomiting blood is actually his niece. Um, so it is a sad thing and he's dealing with some stuff right now. So, uh, we're going to see if he can join us maybe from the ER or something. I don't know. He might, and I'm not kidding about this. This is not a joke. You're thinking yeah, that's funny, Brian. No, it's really not funny. It's actually a real person's life here. So stop laughing. Insensitive cur. <sighs> I tell you what, but dude, welcome back, man. <laughs> Thank you. And welcome to the studios. It's, it's a lovely studio. Uh, if yeah. any of you are wondering, there's all sorts of, uh, crystal and, swords and <laughs> and guns and yeah lots of guns fans and we do live in the hood stripper poles yeah well that that's actually used to be a fireman's pole oh okay. yeah yeah so what about that one uh, yes so you know back in the day they had multiple fireman poles you know for oh yeah yeah yeah, no, no, yeah. like in like in like in some of the boroughs in new york i'm thinking like some of those private planes you know yeah. You know when they have the little poles in the planes that come up? In the 747s, yeah. they have a pole that you that strippers come down. They're firemen. They come out of level? the sky. Yeah, from the upper level. From the That's upper right. level they're down. All, they're all up there. Yeah. Yeah, and they the, come down in they case they need to save you from... And then they crawl back exactly. up and a different one comes down. Yeah. You, I've never been in a 747, but I've heard that's what's in there. Exactly. And you do know that I got stabbed by an angry or I should I say a um, irate airline employee. Oh, I thought you were going to say an irate stripper. Oh, no, I'm an employee. Okay. You know, so sometimes, you know, they need to come down and protect you from those airline employees because, you know, they don't get paid well. They don't get treated well. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, have you heard people? Hey, man, I want this now. You know, they're mean to people. And so some of these flight attendants, man, they're just getting a little angry and irate sometimes. And, and I, I asked for more ice. <laughs> I don't see how they do it. I don't see how and, flight and, attendants and do it. She stabbed me in the foot. I've got the incision to prove it. So should I, should I put it actually like up on the, yeah, the show notes? I think, I think people are going to want proof of this. Yeah, one. they're going to want proof of the stab bark. Yeah. Okay. We're going to see how long this one uh, lasts as far as is this true or not? I got a first of all, great email here from uh, a wonderful, wonderful woman who listens to the show and uh, just cool, cool person. I was going to come up with some great superhero name for you. Superheroine name. I didn't have one. Uh, we can come up with something. We'll work on something. All right. So Amanda asked a really great question about um, healthy eating because we've talked about this on the show. I've had Abel James on and stuff like that. But coming from the standpoint of that, you know, well, you know, time is of, of the essence. It's important, right? You know, so we're looking for something that's relatively quick and convenient, but also healthy and also something that involves flavor. Her son loves junk food. I mean, what who kid doesn't? Was, well, what person doesn't? I mean, we're gamers, man. We love our junk food. Uh, yeah. There is a history. I'm it, not as bad anymore. I was anyway. going to say, is it still, is it present still? No, 
no. See, we, <laughs> see, I, 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 Brian, it's your fault that I can't say no anymore without thinking <laughs> no. <laughs> totally your fault. Says, you know, will you help me move next week? No, 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 no. And then no, I start touchy. thinking a lemon pledge, and yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I've influenced. Yeah, you've influenced. Influence. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's precious. But ooh, we used to have this joke when we were gaming, and I still do once in a while. But the idea is we'd get together for these land parties Friday nights, and the joke was, "Let's go get dinner, and then we're going to go to the grocery store and get crap." That's what we called it. And then eat crap, junk for food, twelve hours, and then you'd pass out, you know, from all the sugar rush and, and crash whiskey. and everything. Crap and whiskey. Oh, see, I, and I don't drink and I never did, but you know, I understand like some of the, some of the game night guys still do. So, but the point being is that we, we love our junk food. Yes. It tastes good and we understand. And so there's, but balance. we di- we digress. Yes. The junk food. Yeah. So to answer your question about, is there a quick and convenient way to eat healthy and still have the flavor involved? And Amanda, I'm so glad you asked that. I don't know if I have the answer for you, but I got to tell you, I understand. I tried the Tim Ferriss slow carb diet. I've talked about that too. And it works, except for the fact that after about a month, I got very bored of it because it was the same few foods over and over. There was not a lot of variety and spice. I told you that I interviewed Abel James. He wrote the book, Wild Diet. Highly recommend it. He talks about some strategies on like prep, even grocery shopping. Like here's exactly what you need to go buy so that you only have to go to the store for, you know, once a week and you don't have to be like, oh, I forgot this. I got to go back or whatever. And then you do a lot of prep. And you cook out so many meals at a time and you have meals for the week. I mean, it just works out. He also has a thing on his website and it's like a a 30 day kind of plan. It's not a diet plan. It's just, hey, exactly what you were looking for, something convenient and quick, but you want to eat healthy and you want it to taste good. It's a plan on how to actually achieve that and go from there. And I'll, I'll tell you that ever since we started cooking with his stuff, I don't desire going out as much as I used to because the flavor of these foods are amazing. And I'm a spice master kind of thing. Like I love flavor and not like hot spice, but flavor. And I like variety and this provides it. So, you know, it may or may not work for you, but that's what I do. Yeah. Someday, someday we'll be at the point, you know, Amazon's just announced they're buying whole foods. Yeah. And uh, we've been hearing about it for a while, but apparently it's for sure now. And they keep talking about how uh, that is going to affect how everyone gets grocery or it's the start of a, a paradigm shift to yeah. pontificate a bit. it's the start of a paradigm shift Hmm. and um fascinating and in the future 10 years or less everyone's going to be ordering their groceries online so i i was looking into that a little bit and one of the things they said is they won't be replacing like a brick and mortar whole foods yet simply because you know you still can't really do produce or for example most seafood our whole foods is awesome with seafood Mm -hmm. it's flown in day old kind of stuff um, which is not if that day old oh i know it's seattle, not the seattle whole foods people uh, are just cringing uh, right now no actually you know what's interesting is most of that stuff going up to seattle and alaska most of the stuff that you get out of restaurants or even most grocery stores have been previously frozen now really yeah they yeah. can't they can't so the only way to really get it fresh Why is to go sound surprised yeah of course catch it and then eat it on a fire yeah. right away yep yep nope but which is sad, but again, we're digressing. But what what well, I was important stuff though. I mean, this is this is like life and death, man. <laughs> Psychobabble. That paradigm is shifting, mm, and yes. um, along with that, the services that you can buy pre-prepared yeah. meals, where you just kind of take all the ingredients that are pre-prepared for you by someone else or by yourself, depending on the plan, mm-hmm. and you can just take all that stuff, throw it together really fast uh, when you get home from work. And, and But I think right now, I don't know if that's economical yet. or Yeah. I feel like I someday know. that's going to be a lot more common. So it's like, been around for a while. but Blue Apron is the one that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, they actually do bring healthy food. They get healthy foods. They deliver it in the exact proportions. Here's the recipe, and you just cook it, and you're done. Yeah, and then uh, don't have any other snack food in your house. Just yeah. have those. Por- but that's not going to help Amanda. Well, it might. I don't know, because... If it's delivered to her, and all she, she has was, to do is cook it? But she was mentioning how she, that uh, her son wasn't picky about junk food or snacking. Food in general. Yeah, so... But just what loves could, junk food. What could he eat, maybe? Wasn't that part of her question? What could he eat? I think it was primarily looking for a convenient and relatively quick way to cook healthy food. And what it sounded oh, like... I thought is, it was snacking. 
No, 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 no food in general. Oh, okay. But, but the idea of like, you know, because he loves his junk food, I'm assuming I'm, I'm kind of reading between the lines here that we're looking for something that tastes good and something he's going to like and want to continue to eat, which is exactly what I'm saying. The wild diet for me, because again, I love my junk food, the wild diet book, and it's not a diet. It's a, it's a lifestyle. I just, I, I have to keep hammering that in because it's not a diet. It really isn't. Right. But it's the idea of choosing healthy sourced foods and cooking them in a way that have extra extraordinary flavor. But also doing it in a way that is realistic and, in today, and, today's uh, age. With regards to portion and, and oh, yeah. calorie balance and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like, for example, even the sourcing of, you know, he's he's all about grass fed meats and grass fed milks and then uh, organic. He's all about that kind of stuff. So making sure you understand where the sourcing's from. So if you have the healthy fats, then it's less of a deal than if you have the crappy stuff or whatever the case may be. But he doesn't he doesn't like grains. We've talked about this. You know, you and I have off mic about the grain oh, thing. And uh, that's a different story. But, you know, if you get his book, read it. He's got some interesting th- uh, thoughts on there. I think he's the most balanced. You know how I am about balance. I think he's the most balanced viewpoint that I've read yet. So yep. There you go, man. Good. Check it out. Do. Yeah, see if it's right for you. That's that's the that's the has, has Brian taken over the job of Captain Influence is the question. Oh, I don't know. Has he influenced you to do this? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> Call now. 911. Five, five, five. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Hearing from the Night Fox, and he's at the ER right now, not sure if he's going to be able to jump on, but we're going to try, all right? So, uh, I mean, it's like, come on. It's not like your niece is more important than the show. Dude, Uh, come on. I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay, so kids, he kids. Yeah, I'm kidding. Don't worry. worry. So we're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to review Dark Tower. We've got a special guest joining us for that. We're going to talk about the eclipse. I have to talk about my my coffee thing, though, man. I'm I'm a little bit. uh, We're going to talk about Marvel's Defenders. Airplane. I got an interesting tidbit about airplane, the movie airplane. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, state. Do tell. And, and you want to talk about that first? Oh, whatever. Dude. Airplane. Let's, let's talk. Let's, let's, let's just go eclectic with a capital E. I like it. All right. Uh, wait, eclectic is spelled with an E. Uh huh. Huh. Airplane. If you've, you've seen it, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm old. I, I was quoting it. So, so <laughs> <laughs> this came out of 1980. Uh, fantastic. Amazing dry like humor 19, parody. I thought it was like 78 or nine, but okay. Yeah, it was 80. Wow. If you can believe that. Yeah. You know, these, these are the same guys that did the naked guns and top secret and all those <laughs> Kentucky fried movie, which, um, wow. <laughs> so anyway, airplanes, fantastic. Everybody thought it was this spoof off of the movie airport, which was also a book written by Arthur Haley. Really good, by the way. Cheesy as all. I mean, it's like J what is it? Uh, what's his name? Dean, Dean Martin is in it. Oh, really? Um, I'm thinking James Dean. No, it's Dean Martin as the pilot. It's a really cheesy movie, but man, it's it, it's fun. It's still good. It's they a good made story. a remake. It'd be Dean Kane. <laughs> That's right. He'd be the pilot. That'd be awesome. Is that Dean Kane? So my aunt sends me this this video. I couldn't believe this. So basically, it says it is a a side by side comparison, and the movie is called Zero Hour, which was made in 1957, also written by Arthur Haley, same guy. Huh. versus airplane from 1980 turns out airplane. Yes. While it parodied aspects of the movie airport was actually almost a scene by scene word for word parody of the movie zero hour, which was a serious movie about a flight, a doomed flight that has food poisoning pilot and the co-pilot, you know, they get knocked out. That's with the a food poisoning. speak. I, that, that wasn't, that was added <laughs> in, but Ted striker, same guy. I mean, all the names are, are very similar. He flies the plane. And so what they did is, of course, they added in the the insanity, you know, the airplane, yeah. but they actually bought the rights of this movie, just basically remade it in a parody. <laughs> I was like, what? I had no idea. I didn't either. So this, I, I'm, we're going to link this video in the notes. You've got to watch it. It's about 14 minutes long and it actually shows side by side, you know, clips from the, from the movies. And it's so Jeez. funny. It's so good. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's great. That's our tidbit for the week. Things we knew, things we've learned that we didn't know about. Keep bouncing stuff off me. I'm here. All right. So coffee roaster. I'm, I'm like, uh, and I feel, oh my gosh, like that scene was running through my head this week when my coffee roaster died on me. Oh, dude, your coffee roaster coffee died on roaster. you and you're still sitting here. And I went, no, well, I still have coffee. I got enough to get okay. through the week, but then it died like right at the end of the roast. It just, that's Do you it. at least have a Mr. Coffee in the cupboard somewhere. Well, it doesn't matter. It's a roaster. Dust. It's a ro- No, I'd have to go buy like coffee from somebody. Oh, uh, I know. So I can't roast my own coffee. And I, I mean, I was just like, I mean, the world is ending, man. The eclipse <laughs> came the world. I don't know what to do. 
go to Whole Foods. No, it's not as good. <laughs> of course not. Their Allegro coffee, it's all right. It, I'm better. I'm better. No, I, I, I'm a, no. I'm a huge fan of Folgers Classic Roast oh. with carnation oh. powder. Seriously, carnation powdered oh. creamer and a little packet of sugar. That is the best coffee I've ever had. I don't know if I can associate with you anymore. Sorry. That is, uh, you know, it's so funny. I knew you wouldn't like that. You know, what's but funny? it's absolutely true. You know, what's funny about that. I know people who've grown up with Folgers and to them it is a nostalgia and they love it. <laughs> it's not that this coffee is good per se. It's mm-hmm. that it's it's listen <laughs> Wendy's <laughs> Wendy's hamburgers are crap really when you consider it compared to like a really good grass fed burger right but it still tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. So I get you. I understand. Yeah. yeah the I truth that, is though. I'm just not nearly as versed in different coffees as you so. My, my exposure okay. is much more limited. I started out with Allegro, believe it or not, because my oh, wife yeah. goes to Whole Foods a lot. Hi, mm-hmm. hi, honey. But I switched to Folgers because I came to my office one day after I first started drinking coffee near near that time. And that's what they have is the classic roast with the powder, powdered creamer and the sugar. And I, I was like, okay, I'll just make this. And I loved it. And I still drink it. Every time I come out here, I drink that. Interesting. Yep. Hey, well, you know, like I said, everybody likes something different. That's, that's right. good. And that's right. That's the beauty of it. I'm debating whether or not to buy a new roaster. I'll tell you what, man, you, you, you save. Is it crap crapped out? Like it's uh, landfill likely. now or? Well, likely. I mean, unless somebody knows how to work on these things, but I do know that small this. Small engine repair shop. Well, yeah, this particular <laughs> roaster does have a catalytic converter in it. This, this particular roaster is designed as a throwaway, sadly. Oh, so everything like, is now. I know. Well, a friend of mine had it as well, and he tried to take it apart and get parts, and he couldn't, and he never fixed it. And that was like huh. two years ago, and he's never roasted ever since. They're supposed to last one to two years. This one's lasted almost eight and it's wow. been heavily used and they're not supposed to because they're home roasters, you know? So with all that said, it's like, okay, I, I'm not mad. It's, it's lasted a lot longer than it should have. There is a roaster that I can get that if parts go bad, you actually can repair those parts. And the most expensive one is $65. And that's not bad. No. So that to me would be, it's expensive. It's, you know, I was thinking like, when would I pay this off? Because you know, you get, you, I mean, we're talking the top three to five percent of quality of coffee in the entire world uh-huh. that I have access to. I'm paying between four and six dollars a pound. That same coffee from a coffee shop, especially roaster, you're going to be paying around sixteen at the at the low end. Yeah, all the way up to probably a twenty something range per pound. Wow. So I'm saving money. Terribly. But I was thinking that the, with the cost of this other roaster, probably going to take a year and a half to almost a year and three quarters to really save that money back. Then I thought, man, I'm just tempted to go over to, uh, you know, our local, our local friendly neighborhood coffee roaster shop here that I love and say, hey, I, you know, I just buy your coffee for a while. It's a little more convenient. You know what we really need here? The Real Brian Show is powered by fill in the blank coffee. Totally. That's Sponsor. what we really need. You need sponsors. Well, and not to mention a way to, to, to boost them. Coffee sponsors. Yeah. yeah. But these coffee sponsors got to get boosted up too, man. They, we got friends here that, you know, that drink coffee. And they Brought ship some of these high mountain roasters. Some of these coffee lemon pledge roasters. Yes, yes. Lemony, some lemony some of these, these roasters they ship to you, so you have freshly roasted coffee <laughs> in your mailbox. See, Night Fox mm. isn't here, and you can't escape it, folks. You no. just can't escape. No, you can't escape no. her. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, influence. I'm Nero. <laughs> yes, you can't escape that either. I can't do the uh, the voice like that though. All right, well, so we'll, we'll figure the coffee out. I may run out of coffee before the next show, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Speaking of things going away, this is bothering me. Uh-oh. Do you use Crash Plan? No. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's it's a wonderful backup company. They back your files up you know, oh. over the internet. Okay. I used Carbonite for a while. Mm, I, liked, I know Carbonite. Yeah, I liked Crash Plan better. Okay. They are getting rid of their home consumer service. You in about commercial only? Yep. No, it's going to be about 14 <laughs> months though. So I'm not. Happy. So what happens? Do they just say, here's your data back Bye. Uh, yeah. they grandfather you in. No, there's no grandfathering. Oh, they're, they're extending our service a little bit just so that we can, you know, find another replacement, but okay. you can either buy their enterprise, their small business enterprise, which is not really what I need. Small fortune. Or I need to uh, find a different service. So what's a good service? I've tried them in the past and I loved crash plan. It was the best one I could find. You don't like carbonite. Well, Crash Plan was much, much better than Carbonite okay. at the time. Now, granted, I don't know. This was years ago that I chose Crash Plan and have stayed with them ever since. Never had a problem. Hmm. Love it. Easy, easy. And it's super low bandwidth, which is obviously important as a podcaster and a gamer. Yep. 
So with that um, said, how is carbonite? Don't ask me. You don't know. I anything. don't use it. I just heard of it. What the heck, man? How do you back up your u- stuff? No, I have a little mini hard drive, exterior hard drive, you know, USB hard drive. What's kind of interesting now, though, is everything's cloud-based. So like, you don't even really need much in the way of backup software anymore, except for the fact of old files that I have. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty darned old school, yeah. so I don't do it the right way. All right. Any uh, suggestions? Yeah, someone fellow? else is going to have to chip in on this one. I'd, I'd TR Beasters? Yeah. <laughs> need a better name. <laughs> <laughs> TR Beasters. Uh, Rebels? TR like Beasties. Oh, TR Beasties. But you got to say it with an Irish or a Scottish accent. Hey, TR Beasties. Mm. The TR Beasties are here. They're happy to see you. <laughs> see, that's even better, though. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that uh, Zarya? Hello. Hello. No. This will protect that's, you. It's the it's the captain on the Starcraft battle cruiser. Oh, and played Starcraft in years. Yes. Or Captain Global from Robotech. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. All right. So if anybody knows of a good replacement for Crash Plan, I would like to hear it. Send it in. Do it or else. Now, failing that, just go with uh, Carbonite. Yeah. Or uh, five and a quarter floppy disks, I guess. Carbonite's big. They have a name to uphold. But then so is McAfee and they suck. So <laughs> I guess that doesn't really mean anything. That's why I use Mac. Because Mac, don't worry about that. you don't need McAfee on Mac. Uh-huh. Yeah. I oh my gosh, dude! The the <laughs> virus and and oh my gosh! See, when I used Windows, I'm not kidding. You know, the virus software was like cell phone plans, back and forth. You know, this this company's good now they suck. This company's good again now they suck. Back and forth. Like I'm like, <laughs> I, I think it's a game. I think they're just messing with us. I had AVG for years. Oh yeah, and that was fantastic for and years, it, and it was fine. Yeah. What about Norton? Oh man, they were I awesome. Didn't have for any a while. problem with Norton. But McAfee, every time I, McAfee, whatever you want to say. I like I, McAfee. Every time, you, I, every time, as in all two times, I tried to use them, I got malware immediately. Hmm. This was many years ago, but I've been, now I'm on Bitdefender. Oh. I've heard that's well. I've heard that's well. That's well. I'm thinking about going the hacker route, and I don't mean hacking, but I mean using what the hackers use. That's far more secure than. What is it? Well, like the Tor browser and. Uh, or some oh, Tor, yes. Yeah, Tor is big. The dark uh, web. Veracrypt, Link Liar, stuff like that. I haven't done a lot of research on them, so I'm not quite sure how to use them, but I do know that they are uh, pretty cool. We've got a special guest who's going to be giving us a review on the Dark Tower, which we also saw as well, but you know, we feel, felt like his, his, uh, his expertise and his opinion and his prowess, his movie uh, review prowess, I think. Is that the best way to put it? I, yeah, if you had to describe our guest. Uh, is, it, is it genius? Prowess. 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 Magnificence. Uh, yeah. Um, flair. Mike's magnificence. We're going to see alliteration. Well, yeah, his name's Mike. His name's Mike. Yeah. yeah. Mike's movie reviews. Yeah. Anyway, we're excited. He, he, might, He's a cool guy. he might decide to come on more often. We'll see. He's given me a lot of um, inspiration, you know, on, on certain things for the show. And, and a lot of things he sent to me that I, I can't air on the show. I wish I could. He's pretty out there. I was able to give him a, a song that a friend of mine found and, um, you know, I, he loved it. Fantastic, fantastic oh, yes. song. Yeah. I posted it on discord and it's one of those songs. that's just like, wow, it, it's so deep. I mean, let's just put it this way uh, it, to not pontificate. It makes you think. I hope he's not listening right now because he could start shouting that song out. Oh, well, I, I could quote and it. You do hundred percent. You'll lose every license. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you because um, I <laughs> no, I could quote the whole thing. None of you right will now. ever know what song he's talking about either. Some of you we know the. Uh, I'm 100. percent I'm 200. percent You might know it. Anyway, it's fantastic. <laughs> so let's talk about Marvel's Defenders really quick. You know, so we're kind of gearing up to the the Dark Tower. Um, you've not seen it yet, right? No, I've watched. The I haven't first... seen any of them uh, on Netflix. I have Netflix. Oh, none of them. Like, and I haven't seen Jessica Jones. I haven't I seen uh, Iron Fist. I've I tried to watch. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. I saw the first two episodes. Nothing happened, and I just didn't like the story. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 really. Because no. <laughs> it came out, and everyone was going gaga for it. I was like, okay, I totally want to watch this. And then yeah. I, it just, the story was not superhero enough for me. Interesting. Maybe it turned superhero oh, later yeah. on, oh, but yeah. it, it just took off like a really slow locomotive. And It did start slow. 
I, and I, I just it. have no patience for slow starting shows. Daredevil, as much as everyone got is Gaga for Dirt Daredevil. When the first season came out a few years ago, I watched the first episode and it was a total turnoff. Yeah. Uh, I've heard from everybody that you have to keep watching it. It gets really good really fast, but it, Daredevil is not my kind of superhero. It's not my, sure. it's, it's not his handicap. That's not it. It's his, uh, it's just the setting he's in. It's his mm, setting. I'm not interested. I don't like Punisher either. It's that setting. Yeah. It's not, it's not the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an Avengers is it darker? Guy. Is that what you're talking about? Like, no, is it, I don't mind dark. It's just not mm. as hard to say. It's interesting too, because you know, like I've, I've watched the first episode. Well, yeah, I guess first two episodes of, of defenders and that's actually something I was thinking about is which setting do I most relate to of these four? Hmm. Uh, I never did watch Jessica Jones, although I, in this show so far in the first two episodes of Defenders, I was like, I was really drawn to her character and going, okay, what can she do? Who is she? I don't know anything about her. Like, I'm actually really curious now. Dang it. I did watch the kids that actually I watched all the way through and loved it. Um, however, I totally understand what you're saying. It did start slow. It was definitely not a traditional superhero show in that scenario, in that sense, you know, like you're talking about, but in many ways, I actually liked him. I think I like him the best of all of the guys, of that, his personality or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think what I love about it is he really looks at a bigger picture. He's trying to save people um, like one of the things he says in defenders is that, you know, you've got these these minions basically that are doing dirty work for this crime syndicate. If you want to call it that I'm, I'm trying not to give away spoilers. And these guys just needed a job because they're trying to put food on the table for their families and they live in a poor area. And unfortunately they got mixed up with the wrong crowd. These are not the people you're after. They're just people who are trying to get jobs. Unfortunately, they're the ones that get punished and the people at the top don't. Of course he sees that picture. Whereas the other heroes do not. Ah. And I thought I really like that. Yeah, that is like it's a good perspective. It is. It's amazing. And so for, for me, Luke Cage is interestingly enough, the person I, I resonate with the most when it comes to defenders. And I loved that show because of that, but it's different. Cool. I watched season one of daredevil and I loved it. It was gritty. What was it about that first episode that the, some of the characters were a real turn off. I remember. I remember having to push through daredevil a little bit. Really? Okay. Something that I've noticed about these Marvel shows, they are slow and they do take a while to get to the point. And the I, ones on Netflix. I don't like that either. Yes. Yeah. I don't like that. And that's the one gripe that I have about defenders is that the first two episodes, it's kind of like, you're getting me all excited, but you're not delivering it. Mm, yeah. When are you going to get there? You know, I don't know. I, I don't mind a story that develops, but I also, so that's the one thing about iron fist. I got halfway through that. The first few episodes of iron fist. Oh my gosh, I was drawn in. This is amazing. And I got to like episode five or six or whatever. And I just completely lost interest. I mean, it was like gone and I just went, what is going on here? I don't know what happened in the last part of the season, mm. but now I'm hearing, you know, Danny Rand and, and, talking about stuff they're doing with the hand. And I said, you were talking about that in episode five or six when I left the show. Dude. What did you do the last half of the season? Anything? Has I, anything happened? I'm going to push through defenders. There is promise. I like it when heroes come together and form a team. I've always liked that. That's why I like Avengers. That's why I like the idea of justice league. So I'm excited. And, and in something that reminds me of people coming together and doing something would be Roland and um and what's his name uh who's who's the who's the kid's name i don't know i, didn't, I haven't seen it yet uh, dark tower you haven't seen dark no tower? no i haven't seen it yet you haven't seen it no oh oh okay, yeah. okay. mike has i haven't seen it. oh well well mike come in and talk about it because uh i i want to know like what your thoughts were on the dark tower man dude come on in come on come on we got to give up the uh yeah thanks influence for giving up the the mic hey you're gonna break the mic man come on oh yeah <laughs> I really I heard you Levi's. talking about doing something with the hand and then and then what was that next thing you said? Oh my god. We were talking about uh you know Marvel. Man, welcome to the Real Brian show. Oh yeah. So, What's up, homie? Apparently a bunch of people have been asking you to come on. Now I know not everybody knows who you are. So yeah. we're gonna give a little bit of a background, but I gotta tell you, like so many people, especially the game night guys that we know, have been like, you know what? This guy Mike. We love Mike. And I know Mike. I know you. You know, yeah, it, you think you know me. Well, it's it, it's cool, right? And we're like, man, you got to get on. You got to have Mike on the show. I'm like, all right, fine. So we finally said, Mike, get on the show. 
Well, Captain Influence dragged me over here against my will, but he did promise me uh, Cheetos afterwards, and I really like Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos are great, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and he has this—he has an Avatar collector figure that he got from the original movie that I—I've been looking around eBay for, and so yeah. Is that that plant? Yeah, yeah. It's that <laughs> it's that plant that yeah. Anyway, you look it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm telling you, man, I'm excited to have you here because you know I know I know you're a huge fan of movies and you've got your opinions and it's good. But like I said, man, people have just been like, I got to get you on, man. Get Mike on the Ugh. show. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Oh, I mean, yeah. what? Never mind. Uh, I Look, it's hard enough to be on this show and I can't curse and, and well, say things about your mama and, and, and use the restroom with the mic going live. and, and Has been known to happen. Yeah, but I was hanging out with Joe today. You know Joe. No. Joe Mama. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this going to be like 10 minutes of your mama jokes? You better believe it. Okay, so we have a game night group. Wednesday night game night. You join us every Wednesday, man. You used to play yeah, with us. You, you used to play World of Warcraft with us. What, yeah, whatever happened? Why did you stop much, playing? Too much work. It's just, it's such a drag. It's like going to, it's going, it's like a job. Yeah, it is like a job. I mean. I got to talk about that later, by the way. A job. Like, when we played Left 4 Dead together, we'd be running from zombies and, and like I'd be like 50 feet from the friggin' zombie and, and it'd be killing me. And it's like friggin' zombie pinky. You're quite the, um, the celebrity with some people uh, now you're going to be in my own with, right with the entire real yeah, Brian show I should now. start the cult of Mike. Oh, that's a great idea. The cult of the cult of Mike. like Mike's minions, Mike's minions. Yeah. So and I, I hear you're into alliteration, right? Like Mike's minions, oh, especially and, consonants. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Wait, um, as opposed to, um, hyperbole. Hey, I have an eighth grade education. <laughs> all right, get off my, <laughs> <sighs> okay. Tell us about the dark tower. You saw it, right? Yeah. Uh, look, all right, look, folks, Dark Tower, if you've read the books, don't go see it, all right? You'd be better off waiting around for Fred's mom. Okay, hold on, if hold gonna, on. If you're going to go see the Dark Tower, make make sure you've not read the books because you're probably going to be royally pissed if you have. Now, did you read the books? No, I, I read the first book. The second book was just lobstrosities, really, dude? Come on now. I mean, seriously? lobstrosities and yeah i couldn't get through the drawing of the three and so uh yeah i the the first book was cool though did did you like the movie though the the dark tower movie so yeah so from a science fiction movie standpoint it was fine yeah it was it was really a beautiful movie i don't hear that word coming out of your mouth beautiful yeah um (laughs) okay so let me ask you this mike there were fans you mentioned this like what do you call it the book fanboys fangirls right I could completely tell that this movie was like a bunch of chodes in San Francisco or Hollywood, whatever, you know, a bunch of hipsters. And they're like, yeah, let's just make a a Dark Tower movie. And then some smart guy is over there going, yeah, well, you guys should do the the Game of Thrones thing and, and, you know, drag this out and make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, well, yeah, of course it'd be a good idea. But but no, these chodes, these friggin chodes had to take seven books that are epic that a bunch of people just freak out over their mom with and made this abridged piece of crap from the fanboy's perspective. But see, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I mean, I wouldn't take your mama to see it, but you know, I wouldn't take her anywhere. What is it as good as avatar in your opinion? (laughs) No, nothing's as good as avatar. dude. no, Yeah, I know how you much, don't, you I know don't, how much you love Avatar. You don't even bring Avatar into this conversation, all right? Is that like it's the holy grail, let's just put it that way. <laughs> right. I thought Dark Tower is fantastic. Now, granted, I've not read the books. I chose not to read the books. Having never read the book was a good story. It was great casting. The music was yeah. good. I I really liked the the gunslinger uh in spite of the racial differences. They did change him, didn't they? Yeah, he was a little yeah. It was different, but it was perfectly awesome. And uh, yeah, he was he was fine. The kid was awesome, and, yeah. and but and the Dark Tower was wicked cool. And Idris is that his name or Idris? Idris. Idris. He's cool, uh, man. Yeah, and and don't see it. Come on, don't see it if you've read the books. And wait till it's on DVD if you haven't. You still watch that's, DVDs? That's my advice. Well, yeah, dude, I'm old school. <laughs> A friend of mine told me that Stephen King has a tendency to change the stories as he writes them for different mediums or different scenarios. He does it on purpose. It's not supposed to be the same. If you're going in to compare it, you're going to be disappointed. 
But if you're going in with no expectations and just enjoying the movie, it really was fantastic. I've seen it twice. I loved it. I actually was drawn into it, but I got nothing to compare it to. So, you know, I may not read the books. Thank you, man. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for giving. Yeah. Thanks for letting me in your studio. It's like columns and glass and here. What's with all these swords, swords and guns, man? We like, well, you know, Captain Influence didn't mention anything like this. Well, you know, these uh, there's a lot of katanas in here. I I do like my Japanese swords. What? Why do you call him Captain Influence? Honestly, doesn't he influence you? No, really? I mean, except that I want to stay away from his gravity. I mean, (laughs) yeah, no, Captain (laughs) Influence. He's a he's a husky fella, but I am, too. So anyway, you know, we, we, we don't call it husky. We call it uh, what, what? big bone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say fluffy. That's, but, what, that's no. what I call your mama. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. I know you got to go. You're a busy man. Like you said, <sighs> your limbo's picking you up outside. You've got an elevator out of here, don't you? Nope. This crystal cavern doesn't have an elevator. <laughs> you're on your own. Do something. There's a fireman's pole right here. All right. I'll, t- I'll take it easy. Yeah. See you, man. Uh, yeah. So apparently Mike wants to come on. I had to get one more in there. You know, he just, he, he gets so excited and I appreciate it. We, we love Mike. Mike. Mike's a good guy. I he wish is, he would game he with fun. us still. He, fun, I mean, yeah. he gets on with Discord and just talks, but I wish he would game with no, us he still. Just, he just watches us play. Yeah. Well, you know. It's awesome. It's fun. He likes it. But I miss, I miss I don't know it. Why. I miss it when he would be, you know, traveling with us, gaming with us, you know. It's too much work. It, he doesn't like the, he doesn't like the hassle. I understand. Yeah. But at least he's hanging. Yep. That's right. Yeah. I appreciate he's that. A, he's an important part of the group. Yep. Absolutely. There is this amazing, amazing homemade chai. Do you like chai? I love chai tea. Oh my gosh. So there's this amazing chai. Maybe you should grab some while you're still here. Okay. We need to work out. They're only open until three. There's this little place. It's called a butterfly chai. Okay. It's Are uh, they open? Until 3 p.m. Weekdays. Oh, okay. Oh, before I go, go. That's got the it. challenge. I thought yeah. you meant tonight. No, no, I wish. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take a chai. No. <laughs> I, I love going down there, you know, but they're, they're, they're only up until three. So that's okay. a problem. Uh, I don't even get up until 3 p.m. So that's, you know, so the point is <laughs> amazing, amazing homemade house-made chai, but they also make their own cashew milk. And something about the cashew milk adds this phenomenal get, flavor. It's perfect. You can milk cashews? Yeah. We talked about this last week. You can milk anything that has grains in it. I suppose if you can like, milk like, almonds, you can milk cashews. And you can milk flax seeds. With their little cashew Yes, teats. into a, um, you know, saucer. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. So anyway, <laughs> I need to find a way to get my hands on that recipe because, oh my gosh, that is an amazing chai. Like that, that was one of those chais where I went, okay, that's, that definitely t- Is it a really awesome. peppery chai, like a spicy chai? It's got a lot of, um, a lot of flavor, a lot of the good flavors that you want in chai, you know, like it's sugary, but it's more of the actual true spice flavors. Right. It does have a little bit of a kick, but it's not like overly spicy by any means, but it's smooth and creamy and oh good. my gosh, it's so good. So let's talk about the eclipse. Yeah. The, the overhyped American eclipse. Yeah. That only a handful of people really got to truly experience. Uh, well, a handful of hundreds of thousands. True. But it's I true. mean, we were going to go up to Casper, Wyoming. We had an option. We had an offer and an invitation to go up there. We decided not to because of the traffic issues. I mean, I'm disappointed. They were epic. Yeah, the traffic was insane. I'm disappointed we couldn't go. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, yeah, it was it was a lot. It would have been a lot to get up there and back. So we saw it at the 95, 96 percent totality. And, you know, you even mentioned this and we saw this shadows from the trees, the leaves. Yeah. Would turn into crescents. Little crescent shadows. Oh, it was crazy. Plenty of plenty of pictures on Instagram about that. I I took a bunch too. And it's like they'd start off facing west. And then, you know, by the time the eclipse was done, it was like facing northeast, which was so cool. It was a neat little effect I wasn't expecting. And of course, it did get darker. It was kind of an odd thing. It almost at first looked like it was raining, except there was no cloud. It was exactly like wearing sunglasses without wearing sunglasses. Yeah. It felt like I had my sunglasses on. Another one of the neighbors found this thing on, uh, I want to say it was Pinterest where you take your binoculars and you cover one of the lenses. You basically look so that the, the viewing, they call it the viewing lens is pointing towards the ground on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and the actual lens lens itself sure. is receiving the sun. But so your paper's looking at the, out the lens instead of you. Yeah, exactly. And so what was showing up on the paper was the actual outline of the eclipse mm-hmm. and it was in perfect, you know, resolution. So mm. it was really, really cool. But I had to say like, what was interesting to me was more of the sense around, around the eclipse. So like it was getting darker. It actually it cooled colder. down. Yeah. The mosquitoes came out in force. That was weird. That um, is weird. Like they do at dusk. 
our our lights, you know, that are on sensors, like light sensors, all came on, which was uh-huh. really funny. Yeah. And then we noticed, like you, you know, what it smells like at dusk, like when at least where we're at, you know, if you're in some areas where it's like things start to cool down, and you there's just a smell, okay, that you get at dusk. We noticed that we got that smell too, and it was just like this is so fascinating. And then it went away. And then everybody, yeah, all the mosquitoes went away, and all the smell went away, and all the lights went off, and it was just like it's so weird. But it was very, very, it was an experience. It was, it, really was cool. it was a good experience. I'm yep. glad I was alive to see it, but. I wasn't blown away because again, even, even in the 95% totality area, just that sliver of sun was really bright. I mean, it was just a sliver, but it was not that dark out. Yeah, that was, it was just very muted sunlight. So I was, I was hoping for more darkness even at this totality, but so I was surprised at, at, and not, I shouldn't be that surprised at how, at how bright just a tiny sliver of the sun can be. Some other friends I talked to said that, you know, in the totality in their area, it just looked like, it looked like right about that time of day when you need to turn your your headlights on so you can see, mm. but not quite dark. Right. I mean, you're right. I shouldn't be surprised, but I guess my only reference was movies and TV shows mm-hmm. when they have those eclipses and those and everything gets dark. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's just what it was because that's the only reference I had. So sure. I think you're right. I, I was expecting more darkness than we got. And even in the 95%, I mean, you think, wow, there's only five, four or 5% of the sun showing through and it's still this light crazy that was kind of disappointing and, and i mean it's just the way it is so we shouldn't be disappointed and now we know yeah and knowing is half the battle 1918 was the last coast to coast full eclipse but, and when's uh, the, ne- is the next one in like seven years or 2024 20, yeah yeah and where does that path go i have no clue should look it up yeah we should then we should get tickets now <laughs> to go down to Cambodia and see it because that's probably where it's going to be oh i thought it was coming across the oh, I, I have no clue uh. I'm, I'm just guessing Okay. Cambodia states, you know, they're all the same. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. I, I, I still we are the, one planet. The, the terror eclipse is my thing. Every 24 hours, An you do get the full darkness at war with itself. This, ooh, I like that. I like that. Carl Sagan. Oh, I was going to ask your opinion on this gaming for fun versus gaming. When it becomes a job. I mean, Mike mentioned that, you know, it's a job. Dude, that is such a true statement now. I mean, we joke about this when it becomes a job. You're farming for things. You know, World of Warcraft, when we played that back in the day, you know, it was like, I, I remember telling, naively telling friends, man, I want to go do that dungeon. I've never seen that story. I've never seen that. Well, in order to do that, you need to get your gear level up to this amount. And I'd say, oh, well, how do I do that? A lot of grinding. You have to grind it. Well, can I just go buy it? Oh, no, you can't buy it. You have to go and you have to run these daily quests. It's a process. And you have to run these other lower level daily dungeons hundreds of times in order to gain a chance of a drop of one item. It's some people just live for that kind of thing. And I thought, dude, I work for a living. I don't want to go work for fun. Like, (laughs) what the heck? And I stopped doing it. I never got to see those, those stories. I hate it. Hate it when games do that. Yeah. I know why. They're trying to get more money out of you, you know, monthly subscription with wow. Sure. So if they keep you addicted to trying to, you know, get that one piece of gear, there's your 6% chance, you know, then they've made up a couple hundred bucks off you because it took you a few months to get there. Right. Oh, you have no idea how that, rich blizzard is. Oh my gosh. And that makes me so mad. Like it just, it drives <laughs> me crazy. So one thing I've liked about guild wars, you don't have to do that. I mean, you really don't. It's much more. Yeah, it's not quite as grindy. It's more spontaneous adventuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can grind. And that's something I think totally. I was surprised totally about grind, yeah. is that we've done some dungeons. You can and, run around and mine nodes and, and chop trees down, which that's kind of fun, though, because then, you you know, you're exploring the world and there's actually an achievement for seeing all areas of the map. Oh, which is massive. Yeah. And it's a massive beautiful game. Beautiful. Yeah. And that's fun because you get to see like part I was telling, I was telling Miss Light this, you know, that something about gaming that I really love that I never really thought about before is like when you're out in nature and you look at that mountain and you go, man, it'd be fun to climb. Some of you have done it because you have that physical capability. Some of us don't because of my leg. So it's just like, you know, or I want to swim across that lake and, or I want to fly across that chasm, right? There's just certain things either maybe you shouldn't do or, or like lit, literally can't do period. Oh dear. And so it's like one thing I love about games, like for example, when am I ever going to wield the lightsaber and use the force? Never. Unless I'm in a video game. Say never, dude. I don't know. That's true. You never know. 
with all these swords. That's the only time you can say never is you never know. You never know. Watching the movies, watching Star Wars is not the same as wielding a lightsaber with your controls. I don't think I would want to do it like they do it. They're too good. Well, I know, but it's, it's, (laughs) but I find that even in these dungeons in, in guild wars, for example, you have story mode, you have explorable mode. I see these guys running these explorable modes and it's a great story. And I think, cool, you get some good loot, make some money and you you see a cool story, challenging fights, etc. You see these guys who are running these things hundreds of times a week, same, same exact dungeon over and over and over and over and over. So they can farm for better loot, more money, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that sounds horrible. It becomes an obsession for those people. Yeah. But I guess I'm just trying to understand it because I, I don't want to be like closed minded to this. I'm trying to understand what is oh, the sure. allure to this? No, I, I think it is it's, there. It's just so purely subjective that you can try and put yourself in someone like that's shoes. But if you don't feel that obsessive urge to do that over and over and over again, as fast as possible, at, you know, and, and, pushing everyone else in your group to do the same thing. You're just not going to get it. So do you think that these people are, they like stability and kind of the same thing over and over? You know what I mean? Like you get up and you, you have the same routine every day. Is it like you get into a routine and you just do it because it's just what you do? Or do you think it actually makes them feel good and worth something because they've accomplished something? I think a little of both. Hmm. Yeah. Life is always about a little of both. Yeah. It's always true. never, never black and white, warm colors, mm, pastels and I'm flaming right now. (laughs) (laughs) So cool, man. All right. Well, I was just curious. All right. I think this is the last time I want to talk about it. I'm going to leave you on something a little inspiring here. I think it's fantastic. All right. Picture this. Okay. It's a cold, rainy day in May. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I watched a video and it was saying that there was this guy who was in his late eighties and um, they had asked if you had any regrets kind of thing. And I personally, you guys probably know this about me, about me. I, I don't believe in having regrets because one, it will, it'll destroy your life. And two, just live. Right. It was interesting though. Cause I say, well, I don't want to have regrets, but at the same time, there's always a good way to ask questions and making sure that we're all on this, you know, on the right path. They were asking him, would you come back as a different person and live life over again? Kind of thing. And he said, no, I'd want to come back as the man I could have been, but never was. And I thought, good interesting. Answer. Yeah. And he said that he would act with more courage. He wouldn't allow his fear to turn him away from opportunities that he didn't take. He'd risk more. He'd take the chance chances that he'd wished he'd had. He'd allow himself to fail more, love more and laugh more, and he'd live more. And then the question was asked. And I, first of all, I loved that. I thought that's fantastic. I mean, really thinking about that, these are some pretty important things in areas of life. And it's not to say, you know, some people go, oh my gosh, well, I'm scared to do it. Well, maybe that's not the right thing for you to do. But there are some things that it's like we don't do because we're thinking, well, uh, you know, it'll probably never All happen. All sorts of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was, I, was, uh, I think it was Einstein and I, I might have mentioned this on the show. I don't know. I've talked to a lot of people about this, but the idea that everybody has genius and everybody has great ideas and everybody has success, the potential for success. But most of us give up before we ever achieve it or most of us allow average to creep in allow rather than choosing greatness apathy and and yeah you name it yeah it's the it's the path of least resistance of course no we can all relate to that and nobody likes to fail i get it i've been there way too many times it sucks it's a rare human being who lives their life to the fullest and 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 at the end they can go yeah everything yeah yep there's always going to be there's always potential regrets let's put it that way totally yeah but i think if you go into it with saying i'm never going to have a regret i'm just going to go if yeah if you're proactive enough in your attitude yeah attitude's everything and you you know anybody can accomplish this so sure. I, I love this like act with more courage whatever whatever that looks like it, you know and, and some people go oh well keep in mind we're not telling you how to act with more courage or where to act with more courage just act with more courage right mm-hmm. don't allow fear to turn you away from opportunities that may be great for you Maybe not, whatever. Risk more. Take chances you wish you had. Fail more. Allow yourself to fail more. Love more and laugh. That's a big one to me. Failing is good. You learn so much from failing. And and I truly believe the only way you ever, ever, ever fail is to quit. True. Give up. Of course. Right? So you never fail if you get back up and learn from it. Yeah. Love more. Laugh more. Laugh is a big one for me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love laugh laughter and I'm trying to laugh even more. I've been stifling a laugh this entire hour. <laughs> I know. It's coming. <laughs> live more. All right. So the question here, if you were to die today, what are the three things that you wish you would have done, gone, become tried and risked? Ooh, in order. 
No, just whatever. <laughs> you don't even have to answer all of them. Those um, are the suggestions. And you don't have to answer this at all, but you could. I mean, it's just, it's more of like, I don't, know if a, I, I don't know if I can answer, but it's certainly worth think, thinking about. Exactly. And I, don't, I mean, I'm still even kind of, I heard this last week and I'm still even kind of going, huh. I feel like I'm, I'm mostly. I would not path. have stared at the sun when I was a kid. Or during the eclipse this last time. No, I didn't do it during that. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm not stupid anymore. Yeah. As stupid anymore. But when I was a kid and a friend of mine said, I used to do that too. And when I was a kid, <laughs> you always hear, don't stare at the sun. Yeah. Well, I was a kid. I was very young and I would stare directly at the sun through my, oh my, my parents' car window just with my eyes wide open until it didn't hurt, which wasn't very long. Oh my Again, gosh. folks, yes, this was yeah. really, really dumb. All right. I know that. I would never, ever do that again. Yeah. But at the same time, my vision's not the best right now, but I used to do that. I've done that several times all when I was preteen. I can still see. Interesting. Well, my retinas are fine. It's my corneas that are screwed up. Uh, the skin of my eyes is really thin. So that may have been a result of that. I don't know. It's likely, yeah. But they say that staring directly at the sun is supposed to mess up your cornea, your uh, retinas. Mm. And I can still see perfectly fine with the you know color and all that good stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Do not try. Well, this don't try at this at home, home kids. Or in your, or in your I, car. I, I, I since none of you know me, I'll just say that I was a moron and well, did that. I mean, but maybe, maybe we, well, let's call it a, a a miracle, lucky lucky break. It was sort a of thing. failure that I learned from. Yeah, and luckily I did not go blind because of it. But you've learned your lesson. Oh, 100 percent. And thankfully, you still have your sight. It would never occur to me to look directly at the sun anymore. No, <sighs> man. Can I still do that? No. no, 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 nobody should. No, no, it's not. It's not smart. Well, there's the question to leave you on. I think that's important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should you stare at the sun? We All right. Night We're going to no. Well, yeah, of course. But, uh, <laughs> thank you for being on, man. It was, it was good to have you here. Yeah, I'm glad I was able to yeah, fill in. I really appreciate it. So, so that's the question of the week. Should you stare at the sun? Think about this. This is a deep question. I want you to really ruminate on this one. Um, meditate on it. You know, spend some time really asking yourself, <laughs> should you stare at the sun? Ask yourself, who would admit to doing that on a podcast? Oh, I know. What an idiot. I mean, come on. Now, wait, what? My, I don't so, even think Mike would admit something like that. No, he's probably be sitting there like, you're a chode, because that's what he's, he talks he's about. He's totally know, so. calling me a chode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever works, but hey. Dude, so I've got a couple questions here, and you know, we said that. So, so the, big, the big inspirational question, if you die today, what are the three things you wish you could have done, gone, become, tried, and risked? I think it's fantastic. What kind of a company like Carbonite or whatever should I go to for for good software backup, et cetera? And then um, any ideas on the coffee thing? That's I, I'm just curious. I, I'm always open to suggestions and you know seeing if you guys have anything. Folgers yeah. Classic Roast, uh, Carnation Powdered Creamer, and uh, Sugar. You know what the music means? I'm not no. Come <laughs> on, Chris. I got right. some Carnation Powdered. I got Creamer some Folgers down here if you'd like some with some Tylenol PM. Ooh, Forges and Tylenol PM. Mm. Thank you, <laughs> Captain Influence, for joining us. You're welcome. RealBrianShow.com, man. This has been fun. Real Brian, Captain Influence, and Mike, sign it off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.